0: radio hello again everybody it is pit pass hour number two of the big program as we roll on and we can roll on two wheels or four wheels now with side by sides and a lot of folks are buying those up at dealerships including our good friends at wiseco wiseco power sports out in grimes iowa Uh, we like those guys and and they love their customers hicklin power sports what did i say wiseco yeah i'm sorry but wiseco
1: makes a lot a f- of parts. A fantastic amount of parts. Yeah. Our own Tony Wink works for Wisco. Uh, they carry a full line of forged pistons, clutch baskets. It's what I use uh, for ATVs, snowmobiles, you name it. They've got it.
0: What about sea yeah, that's a I personal know. watercraft.
1: What okay, just was asking got that
0: I just want to make sure I named the brand <laughs> cuz that's how we earn our money. But uh, you can see the friendly staff and all that's going on there including the new haircut department. They have two barbers yep. at the uh, at the shop, at the dealership. Yep. And and they are busy. Garage gals. That's what they're called. What? Yeah. Yep. It's a it's a hot concept, and you can call and get your appointment, which we encourage you to do because uh, they get very very busy, and you'll want to make sure that. And they do a great job, by the way. They not, use ten forty. Huh? They use ten forty. Ten forty. You bet yeah. they do. Yeah. Hey, you can get twenty fifty if you really need it. <laughs> wow. All right. So you want to tell everybody who's on this hour? All right. So next up, uh waiting
1: in the wings, Chris Parrish um uh, multi-time we a champion and then after that uh we've got jason Medema. Medema, yep. mm-hmm. um twins uh finished second in the twins this year uh twins cup championship so we'll be talking to him but uh first up looks like we got chris on the line
0: chris how are you
2: chris What's up, guys man i'm doing good i I, I didn't get a haircut, but I used a little bit of, uh, you know,
1: 530 in my hair.
2: 530? <laughs> and, uh, That's kind of... And, and to, to, to clear you guys from my buddy, it's Jason Madama. 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 Sorry. There. Well, but, uh, but we apologize. Man, man, I'm doing good. I'm not as fat as Robbie Bobby, uh, but I'm, I'm feeling pretty grown and sexy
0: tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you a question about 530. Is it more of a winter
2: weight uh, hair product? Uh, probably so. I mean, it stands out pretty good. I, you know, I probably should use some zero
0: weight. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking zero weight, but the viscosity <laughs> difference, what, I mean... I, just, I might run. I'm just more of a 1540 guy, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and give it our no. sister station, 1040. <laughs> if
2: you use a zero weight, you don't have to smear it in your hands that much. You know,
0: <laughs> it out. What's the most common um, weight for a motorcycle engine, Is and is it different for every brand? I know Yamaha uh, has
1: no, ten.
2: Not, it's kind of since the everything's gone to water cooling i'm yeah. old school man when uh water coolings come online the the viscosities have come down so that's okay 10, too.
1: 1040 seems pretty tip- prototypical yep. anymore chris uh, why
0: do you think that is why why is the viscosity uh, rate it's come easier down? to get rid of heat and it's more consistent I
2: don't know, i'm not an engine builder so honestly i don't know <laughs> Honestly, I'm trying to sell like a you know an old Nissan pickup truck, but if I put 20 weight in it, the valve doesn't clack as much. You know when you start it up. You can also add just yeah. a
0: little bit of sawdust. I use.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, it helps it sell better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris,
1: Chris, I we used to sell this. It was called Kendall uh, back when I worked for Jocko's years and years ago. It's it Kindle Motor Oil. Remember it well. Yeah, and we. I used to use 30 weight Kindle. Straight 30. Straight 30 weight Kindle in my off-road truck. Okay. And that's all I would use all the time.
0: How often did you have to change oil?
1: Well, that Ever. I would. Well, <laughs> you know what? just added to yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, that, that was really good oil and it worked really great. But I did, in my off-road truck, it did get a little bit of abuse. So I would change it probably like. Twice a year, maybe. <laughs> wow, that often. Yeah, I can see you that know. happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: My cars are all brand new, and what we do is uh, we leave these systems sealed, and it's good for <laughs> you know, 10,000 miles. And then you can ride around with it because well, it's a lease. You can ride no, around with it.
1: I, you're making my ears hurt. Cut <laughs> <did> it.
0: <laughs> I, I grew up at my dad's gas station, and the, and we we sold Skelly oil. Okay, uh, it was a brand out of uh, out of uh, t- uh, Tulsa bill Scully's company and, and dad's gas station was the scally gas station and he also sold uh pen pen uh pen oil Pens oil? It, Pens oil. pardon me and then uh if, <laughs> that's if, from if, pennsylvania yeah if that, if that didn't work for you and who would have thought they'd be drawing oil out of pennsylvania I don't know what still it is,
2: but it's in the yellow jug <laughs> yeah yeah
0: exactly <laughs> somebody posted you remember the old spout you had to stick in the yeah, metal can the, yep, uh, somebody I remember posted this. one that uh, on on facebook this is phil by the way chris um the, they posted on facebook just laying down said who can remember what this is you know p- type in yes or no or whatever yeah and uh most people got it wrong only got cut a couple times with one of those that's all oh, right. buddy they were sharp oh man yeah
1: I, I can remember using those a little bit chris uh let's talk about this year and <laughs> the let's, let's no! switch gears yes let's switch gears here Let, let's let's talk Are about some racing no, we're gonna we're gonna go up, okay? Because I I think we're already down oh, at the there you bottom. Go. Oh, fishing. Yeah. So the inaugural Twins Cup. Let's talk about that.
2: Uh, oh, man. Uh, honestly, I just don't know where to start. How about at the beginning? You know, you know honestly, wherever you want to. All of us Twins guys, we're all a bunch of club racers. When this class came about. We uh, uh, had an idea just to keep doing what we're doing, and to introduce ourselves into the premier, you know, you know, American Motorcycle, you know, Racing Association with Moto America and AMA. We just kind of did what we knew what to do and to go racing. So we just prepped ourselves and our motorcycles to go and race. Um, there was nothing special, nothing anything different. We tried to make ourselves look good and make our motorcycle motorcycles look good. And, uh, we just went racing. There was nothing special.
1: Nothing I special.
2: Don't, uh, I don't know about I nothing special. I, you know, I don't know of anything else that we could do different. What we've done with club racing. Uh, but the good thing is towards the end of the season, when they started, Moto America started to broadcast our races on, uh, on their Facebook page, we were getting the most views. We weren't getting as many as stock 1000 because we understand that that's a feeder class into the, uh, 1000 Superbike class. But, uh, we were getting like the most views, uh, of our races, you know, through the whole series and stuff. And it's, and it's, it's just overwhelming how many people are watching us to, to race these, uh, bikes that we create in our garages and stuff.
0: Are you, I don't are you are you are get, you getting better sponsors or more sponsorship than uh, you were before prior to it being
2: uh we are we actually are we, we're getting a whole lot more recognition uh through uh, the views and through Moto America and through social media that that I actually have a a few people that are interested in sponsoring me this year so hopefully we'll get more money to coming in to. To make things
1: easier through the season for us. Chris uh, Moto America has been pretty big this year. Um, we know last year that was they were just kind of seemed like they were hitting their stride and things were kind of coming together for them but this year it seems like stuff has really taken off. Do you think that partnering with Moto America kind of and how this all came together for you guys is really taking off for you and, and everybody that's racing this the Twins Cup?
2: Well, I, I want to say that, that Moto America has, um, I'm going to give them credit for hiring people to to actually um, get into the social media aspect of things, to bring in viewers, so to bring important. in like, followers and all that stuff, which also it brought in our class at the same time, so it's just helping us in general to be a part of Moto America and be a part of their viewers, if that makes sense. So it's, as a whole, it's good for for all of us, you know. I mean, look at Josh Heron. The dude has brought in, like, a lot of people to to view not only him but Moto America, and at the same time, those people are viewing us. And even though we're a bunch of club racers to race this class, we're making it bigger and we're making everything better.
0: Well, I mean, that's that's where the future stars come from,
2: right? From, and uh, club racing. Mm-hmm. But exactly, because it's... It's just a part of the future. It's part of right now, um, you know, social media stuff. And, and, uh, and you know, all of us in the twins class, we're, especially me in general and Jason and, I, you know, Andy Palmer and Mike. And there's a lot of people that put ourselves on social media that we've never done before just so we can get ourselves out there to be exposed. And it's helping out to bring sponsors in, to bring money in, and bring everything in.
0: Well, before it would take about ten years to get that one year of exposure that you desperately need in order to make to make well,
2: exactly you know you're calling magazines and you're begging to get onto a page and you're paying a lot of money and stuff, but this way it's so much easier and you we're getting so much more exposure.
0: Well, that's what we that's how we think of what we do is that we like to participate in that manner as well because we know that most racers do not make a lot of money, if any right and uh, most of us started in motorcycle racing or riding wasn't to make money but eventually it has become that was the point it's or important. that is the point yep. and important because it has become that expensive okay the price on fuel yeah, it's yeah, what's a kind of gas a can of, parts, a can uh, of race fuel race 55 oh, bucks at man. It can minimum be, yeah and it is, can be anywhere up to a couple hundred it yeah. depends on what you're buying and for what purpose right right exactly
2: well, well the uh, well the apex stuff that we're running this year on the twin class we average about 65 70 bucks a weekend i can only imagine what it is for a super bike team right. still so, i mean it's pretty considerable
0: it's like they open up a pet cop valve
2: and, and the gas <laughs> yeah. just drains out
0: yeah how well, long t- have you been doing <laughs> this chris
2: um, being general, I've been doing it for, this is uh, 15 years for me, uh, 13 years on the on the uh, SV running the Twins class. That was
0: uh, a long time. Oh, yeah. What are the biggest changes you've seen in your career uh, or during your, during your career, I should say? I know it's not over yet, but uh, compare and contrast, if you would.
2: Biggest changes as far as, like, the lightweight racing?
0: Yeah.
2: Um... You know, the only thing I can I can fear of change is the strategy of engine uh, reliability. You know, the SV in general was introduced back in 1999. From 99 1990 to 2002, that engine came from overseas, and it was like not you know developed. So the guys, you know, they developed that one, and then when it came out in 03, it came out with a new engine that wasn't developed. So from now to 2018, that the motorcycle is out, that certain engine has been developed, but it has developed to a point where it has become reliable.
0: So it's kind of like yeah. a Buell.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly. Take,
1: taking a little time, it sounds like. Um, but durability-wise, once you guys get your hands on it. I mean, are you guys stripping this down and and new valves, everything else, internals? Or are you guys, I mean, pretty much just running it how it is or slapping a new piston in and going? Or
2: uh, No, the main thing with the SV engine is uh, durability of the crank. The crank is the weakest point of that SV engine, so you have to figure out a way to to put power in that engine without stressing the crank and breaking it. And out of all the people, Mr. Mike Cocklist has figured it out and the dude knows how to make an engine to be reliable all season long. Like my engine, he built that thing at the beginning of the season and it lasted. It lasted more than half a season and I couldn't tell you the amount of hours that's on that engine and it stayed strong.
1: What do you What do you guys do for maintenance-wise on those motors? Are you guys stripping them down after every so many races and rebuilding them? Or are you pretty much no, just...
2: No, sir. The only thing we're doing is change the oil in that engine. And uh, I did Clutches. one refresh of my engine this year, and that engine looked perfect. And all the only thing we did was put rings and bearings in that thing and put it back together. Seriously? Yes.
0: Sometimes I think we treat the bikes uh, just a little too carefully. You know what I mean? We baby them along no way I do my bike at home well you know I do I know one guy that doesn't who that now Tony oh geez he rough on his stuff
1: TW is rough on his his equipment he you should, yeah t- Tony wink he's our uh, our friend who's not here this weekend he's down in Baja riding but uh, that kid so he so Chris quickly he grew up racing uh, motocross he had people that helped him take care of his stuff so and they quit (laughs) and as he got older now he's in his 40s he's kind of learning how to take care of his stuff but uh it doesn't always happen that way and sometimes his friends (laughs) to include me once in a while will take care of his stuff for him and help him out but that's amazing that you were able to get that many hours and that much usage out of that motor with only doing simple,
0: simple yeah, yeah, no, I can't exactly. believe it.
2: No, it it really it it comes back to you know trial and error, and Mike has figured it out. The dude has been working on the engine uh, more than ten years. You know, I don't know exactly, and I don't know the timeline, but the, he has figured it out, and he knows exactly what to do. And when you ask him to build an engine. He suggests what you need instead of, like, building what you might want, if that makes sense.
1: He's no, pre- makes perfect sense. And he's probably using, like, 530 <laughs> Slick 50. <laughs> slick 50. Okay. Nice. Do you, I haven't thought about that in a while. Do,
2: do you, do you, you, know, do you let's f- figure that out enough? Like, when you go get your tire clean on, the dump, they're, they're using hairspray to, to keep the bead from spinning on the rim, right? That works.
1: Yeah, I you know, that's weird. I've never I haven't tried it, but I've heard of them doing it. You
0: use hairspray on a on a, on a rim to keep the bead from spinning. It gets, it gets sticky. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then my, my rear sticky. my rear left wheel on on my John Deere and you know you know the track. It went flat. <laughs> yeah. It it came off. Yeah. Okay. And I called up uh, Beaver mower and they said, "Yeah, we'll come get it." So they came over and got it. Brought it back yesterday, 40 bucks. Have hairspray on it? No. Nope. Yes, it actually did. It's, it's weird that you bring that up because I talked to the owner. Scott.
2: And what's that That hairspray in the purple can, the Aussie stuff? What's
0: A- that? Aquanet or Aussie? Uh, yeah, Aquanet. That's exactly yeah that's it.
2: Well, there is
1: there is an Aussie brand, too. They, they
2: make their own stickers to put around the Aquanet can.
0: Yeah. There you go. It's genius. That used to be against the law.
1: Yeah, well, I guess, I guess you can do whatever you want nowadays. Well, so, Chris, what do you th- what do you think uh, sophomore season has in-, in store for you guys?
2: The sophomore season, as you put it, uh, two thousand nineteen uh. is not going to change. Everything is going to go exactly the same. Mike's building the engines. We have a couple more people that's going to help out. I even have uh, uh, Suzuki and Yoshimura on our side that's going to help us out. Have uh, a
0: little a bit of factory,
1: of a little bit of factory support
2: maybe have a little bit of factory
0: support it's like you buy a cake and then you take it home and you get to ice it well (laughs) hey (laughs) sometimes
1: it's just cutting you a break on some parts or handing you some parts here and there and you get to put them on but hey factory support is in any way shape or form is is a great
0: thing and uh i'm excited for you guys what about suspension what are you guys uh, using for suspension
2: uh, suspension, uh, we use the k stuff, uh, online and, and, uh, fast bike industries is, uh, going to be on board, uh, as long, uh, as well as, uh, baseline motorsports. All those guys are, are, uh, together and they work together. Uh, 2 leathers, um, still working with shoey helmets, red flock racing, TCX boots. Uh, mostly, uh, I'm working on, uh, a set of triples custom made for the bike, um, Matt Spicer is doing that stuff. Uh, when you say triples, you triple
1: clamps. Triple clamps, yeah. Triple clamps, yeah.
2: Well, we're working on a, um, see, the, the new SV650 is, um, the third gen is one inch longer than the uh, second gen, so we need to figure out, like, a different rake on the, uh, the forks to get the bike shorter, which is going to be a, a different rake and stuff. So that's what we're working on with that. So uh, anti wheelie control? <laughs> you know the SP is the power. Naturally, and Tony on. Tice would know. I mean, <laughs> he's tugging on it. He's that's he's, like getting he's a been can ra- of soup with crackers.
1: Yeah, in. <laughs> he's been around a, a few days, um, and then Tony's built some some engines too. So he yeah. he gets it. But uh, so a different rake is obviously that changes the geometry of the bike, but. That's going to change your suspension too, won't it, or or not? And when do you guys get? Are you guys already testing, or for next year already, or?
2: Um, hopefully, it'll be in testing um, here in December if we go down to uh, Roebling um, to uh, to get the the different rake, and uh, we're also testing tires with Dunlop, softer compound. They were um, they were really great, or uh, really nice enough to to get me down there to do the testing at Barber. After the Barber round for all that stuff We're, and essentially all the only thing it's going to be is just offer tires that's available to um, the six hundred one thousand and1,000 guys that they didn't offer us through the season uh, and it's going and, and the tires are so much better what I'll say that what
0: can't you change that's a good question
2: uh, what, what can't we change is uh, we can't really change anything on the frame. We can't change uh, the swing arm. So and, the need, uh, need for forks or different triple clamps is right there then. I was trying to you figure out You can change the front end, yes. yes. And you, you cannot change
0: the gas thing. Chris, uh, we are out of time, and we appreciate you joining us, and best of luck to you. best of continued good luck to you guys, uh, you and the entire squad, okay?
2: Okay. I want to send a shout-out to uh, Beth that's listening, Travis and Mike. You guys have been great all year long. Even Keith. Thanks, guys, man. I really appreciate it.
0: How kind of that. That's a classy motorcyclist right there. He's gonna That's yeah, like for it. sure. Classy racer. All right, stay tuned. More pit pass around the corner. This is Scott Casper for Roman Avila. He and uh, our good friend Tony Tice has agreed to come in. And t- it takes one Tony Tice to fill in for PJ and Tony Wing. How about that? Stay tuned. Uh, no. Back after this.
2: What's up? This is Brian Deegan, the General of the Metal Militia. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. That's what- I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event.